and welcome to Easy Bake Takes. I'm Kat. And I'm Riley. What have, what have you subjected me to this week? So this one came on a whim, but I think it's, if we don't do it now, we might not ever. So I'm going to do it. We're going we're gonna to start with the series of Twilight. The Twilight Saga. The Twilight Saga. And I'm going to be honest, growing up, I used to be one of those people who was like, oh, Twilight's stupid. Twilight's for dorks. <laughs> for, <laughs> you know. And now as an adult, I get it. Those movies are mm-hmm. fucking hilarious. Yeah, it was. Those movies are listen, fun. We all had our moments of some sort of pick me behavior. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to pretend like I didn't. You know, mm-hmm. I was I was on the Kristen Stewart hate train, too. Like it. I don't anymore. But like it. It was a big thing. We were all pick-me's about something. Mm-hmm. That's the whole thing. Well, it's like one of those things where like either you were made fun of for liking Twilight or you weren't made fun of. And you were making Twilight. fun of people. And then you got to make fun of people for liking Twilight. That yeah. was just the thing. And you know yeah. what? Growing, you know, growing up, those movies are funny. They're fun. Um... I'm going to be honest, I love the cinematography of it. I think the cinematography is very nice. Um, they sell this little keychain that literally has the Twilight filter on it, and I want it desperately. <laughs> I really want it really badly. Um, and this movie came out when we were, what, like 9 or 10? Yeah, uh, it came out in 2008. So, yeah, we were yeah. young. We were little. I distinctly remember, and I think I've told you this before, mm-hmm. um, Serena had... My mom used to, this was back before the, um, it was right before the, the housing market crash right. of 08, um, a little bit before that Twilight came out. Okay. Um, and so <laughs> Serena had like this big birthday party. It was a masquerade ball with all of her classmates at our house and they all had little masks on that my mom made for them. Aww. And all the girls slept over and the morning after that, we all went to Tinseltown and watched Twilight. That's awesome. But I woke up late, so my mom just dropped them off, and then me and the little sisters of her friends went and saw Twilight afterwards. Oh my god, so you saw it twice? No, I didn't see it twice. I only saw it once. Oh, okay, okay. But they had watched it, and then we went to the next showing to go see it. that makes sense. Okay. And so my sister had told me about it, like about Twilight, because Mm -hmm. like she read the books, so she was like, she would tell me about all the characters and stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. And she, like, I liked Alice. Like, she described Alice to me. And I was like, oh, my God, that she sounds so fucking cool. I love Alice. <laughs> and as we're, we, we passed by them, she was like, Alice dies. And then, like, walked away. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which doesn't happen in the first movie, okay? Yeah. She does not die in the first one. That's Which, hilarious, though. <laughs> just just typical sibling. Just her being a dick <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> uh, a minute ago when you were like, this is right before the housing market crash. Twilight, I'm like, are they linked? <laughs> are they Twilight oh, wait. linked? Let me get this out of my system. Mm-hmm. Do you know about the domino effect from 9-11 to Twilight? No. Okay, so 9-11 happens. Um, <laughs> Gerard Way from My Chemical Romance starts the band My Chemical Romance because of just the atrocity of 9-11. Okay. Um, I could be getting some of this wrong, but this is the gist. Stephanie Meyer... Uh, My Chemical Romance music inspired Stephanie Meyer to write Twilight, and then Twilight inspired E.L. James to write the Fifty Shades of Grey trilogy. That's that's insane. Um, I never heard of that before, but thank you for telling me. 
That was awesome. Yes, I could. I couldn't not tell you. Well, um, I mean, but, we're on the topic. We gotta talk about it. Yeah, it's the most pressing thing. Um, but go on, g- give me some background about this lovely film. First off, I just want to tell you like the ratings on Rotten Tomato. Like overall, critics gave it forty nine percent. The audience gave it seventy three percent, which I think tells you that's a good movie because critics <laughs> take things too seriously, and the audience knows. <laughs> As are. we've as we've seen in the past, yes. Either they don't talk about anything wrong with it, yeah, or they tear it to shreds about nothing. I'm interested to get into that. So the movie is about high school student Bella Swan, played by Christian Stewart, always a bit of a misfit, doesn't expect expect life to change much when she moves from sunny Arizona to raining Washington State. Then she meets Edward Cullen, Robert Patterson. Who, plays, who is played by Robert Patterson. A handsome but mysterious teen whose eyes seem to peer directly into your into her soul. Edward is a vampire whose family does not drink blood, and Bella, far from being frightened, enters into a dangerous romance with her immortal soulmate. If you don't know what Twilight's about at this point, you're kind of late to the party. You're so late to the party. This came out, what, a decade ago? More than a decade ago. So it was in 2008. 12, 12, no, no, 14. Oh my God, 14 years ago. Are you kidding? Is it 14 years? Oh my God. Yeah, you're about oh to be God, 24. It's 14. Yeah, you're about to be 24. Oh my God. And it came out when we were like 10. Good God. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay, so this movie was rated PG 13, which I always just find funny about ratings because you never know. <laughs> you just never know. The director is Catherine Hardwick. And the writer for the screenplay of the movie is Melissa Rosenberg. And, of course, uh, the writer of the books is Stephanie Myers. And then the runtime is about two hours and one minute. But this is the thing about Twilight. It's one of those movies where it's okay that it's two hours and one minute. It's, it's over before movies. you know it. It's over before you know it. And you don't get enough. You want more. <laughs> you want yes. more of it. But the good thing it's- about this is it's the first of five. So, <laughs> yeah. So you get more. You do end up getting more, but like, it's it's one of those movies where it's a pro- the time the time run is appropriate. And then we have a cast. Um, Bella Swan is played by Christian Stewart. Ever Cullen is played by Robert Patterson. Charlie Swan is played by Billy Burke, best character in the series, in my opinion. Alice is played by Ashley Green, and I know she's a favorite. Yes, a, a lot of people love Alice. Is she from anything Alice. else? Um, I or is don't... it just the character? She was, she's been in other stuff, but nothing that seems super like big. Okay, I didn't like. I just didn't know. I like that. I like the character Alice too. But Taylor Lautner plays Jacob, as you all know, or if you've seen any of the other movies, and. I'm going to stop there because the, it's a full cast. Yeah. Everyone's great. That's Those and are course, the big important ones in this movie. Exactly. And there's Anna Kendrick as Jessica. I do have a few fun facts. So there's a, there's a goof in the movie. Um, in the book, it is clearly said that the Colons never touch the food on their plates. The only time that they do eat is when Bella asks Edward if he can eat food. And he takes a bite of, uh, takes a bite of pizza. Even so, in the movie, you can see Emmett eating in the background of a cafeteria scene. As stated by Stephanie Meyer, they had to keep reshooting the scene because he kept accidentally eating. And 
that would be me if I was acting and there's a plate of food set in front of me. Yes. I would absolutely do that. Oh, I know I know a goof that TikTok pointed out from Ooh, a movie. What? So there's the scene where Bella is like pretending that she broke up with Edward and she's like running mm-hmm. up to her room. You mm-hmm. can see Edward standing like this, like up against the wall next to his next to her door where he could be seen. To me, that is the funniest bit because I saw that immediately because he's yeah. just standing there. He's just standing yeah. there. It is so funny. And then, then they re- reenacted it on TikTok and the dude's just yeah. <laughs> standing there. I love that. That's, I don't think that's a goof. I think that is very, very important to the film. I'd like to think that they didn't do that on purpose because I, it, I just want it to be funny like that. It makes it funnier in that way. I just think the scene yeah. in general is very funny because he's literally just standing yeah. there. Charlie definitely saw him. They locked eyes. I yes. know they did. <laughs> what is your opinion about Twilight? A lot of thoughts. I've seen this movie over multiple different eras of my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but as of right now, how I feel about this movie I think it's it's very all of them are very entertaining to watch to the point where it's like I th- I think you might have done this with Austin too where like mm-hmm. I Noah just randomly was just like who watched Twilight because he had never watched it we did that this summer because he had never seen it. I don't think he ever saw it he got up to Eclipse and I think he fell asleep during Eclipse but he liked it enough to watch like the next ones um, he still doesn't know the whole Jacob and printing thing he doesn't know what that means yet. Okay. Because he won't let me tell him what it means. Like, I think it's a very fun movie to watch. Like, I, uh, regardless of whether you think it's good or not, I think it's a fun movie for many reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, hate the character of Jessica. She just seems like that friend that would say, I only hang out with guys because they're less drama. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> she just gives off that kind of vibe for me. And mm-hmm. I just, I hate it. Every time she talked, I'm like, are you trying to be Bella's friend or not? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, And then... Just a PSA, if you're if you're starting to date somebody and they ever talk to you the way that Edward talks to Bella, get the fuck out of there. Like, I feel like they tried to make Mike, the other dude that, like, had a crush on Bella, I feel like they tried mm-hmm. to make him, like, seem really annoying mm-hmm. just so you would kind of forget about all the red flags yeah. that pop up every time Edward opens his fucking mouth. Mm-hmm. It's like, even whenever, even after, it's revealed that he's a vampire and like some of those red flags you're like okay you're a vampire that's fine whatever you have all this explanation when he's when she's like oh i don't dance like i can't dance and he's like you know i could make you if i wanted to and she's like god it's like don't say that to someone you're trying to have a romantic (laughs) relationship with it's not fucking funny he seems it seems like just from what i picked up from watching it this time and having been through relationships since watching it for the first time (laughs) Mm-hmm. The everything that he says sounds like some red flag for someone get, being like an abuser. <laughs> oh my god! Well, he stalks her and like watches her sleep. The what he chooses to say to her <laughs> is like you, you've been alive how long? And you haven't you haven't figured out how to talk to another human being? You don't know how to be nice. <laughs> no, you don't. It's it's one of those things where it's probably like it's one of like. It's one like very few handful of things you could seriously talk about this movie because there was a critic. And I don't think we're, we're going to get to them today, but they noted that don't let naive like children or young adults watch this or impressionable adults or young adults watch this because they'll get the wrong idea about relationships. I'm like, that's kind of a point. It's, <laughs> like, not, it's not, not entirely wrong. It's like, not a bad point to make or at least just mention to them like, 
hey, you know, yeah. one, not to talk to people that way. Two, don't let people talk to you that way. Yeah, don't let anyone talk to you that way. No. Him, you're, cho- you're choosing him. You're choosing, you're choosing this guy. <laughs> like, I know it's Robert Pattinson and he's like hunky or whatever, but like, mm-hmm. no, no. Not this. Not no. This <laughs> no. He thinks you're a baby. Like, no. Yeah. And then, what was the other thing? Oh, I think that, because, you know, like, people always dog on the acting in this movie, mm-hmm. especially with, like, Kristen Stewart and mm-hmm. Robert Pattinson. The only one of them that has proved to truly be a bad actor is Taylor Lautner. Oh, that's absolutely true. That is 100% true. Another thing is, mm-hmm. like, you know, Twilight did a lot for, like, bringing back the vampire craze. Oh, like, you know, yeah. like, mm-hmm. they definitely sparked it. Like, it's definitely the reason that the show The Vampire Diaries mm-hmm. became a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's, like, this... Kristen Stewart just, like, in this movie, I don't know what it is about these fucking... They just sound like they're talking with their jaw clenched the whole time. Literally, she talks through her teeth in this movie. She talks She talks like this. Like, her mouth's open. She breathes with her mouth open. She's a mouth breather. Sorry. She is in this movie. Um, yeah. And then she talks through her teeth. It's... Yeah. There's... So, the main character in um, The Vampire Diaries, who is, like, the the love interest not a vampire to these vampires basically just you know twilight stuff she talks the same exact way and i feel like she they were like okay well you know twilight's really big right now so like go watch twilight you know how kristen stewart does it like do something like that and she took that to mean just only move your lips when you're talking just only move your lips when you're talking that's literally what she does in the movie and it it can be hard to understand sometimes and it can be also very her her face doesn't move. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's that. I think that's something that she doesn't do now as much. Like she's a little more expressive. She's worked on it. Yeah. She's but it's definitely like, worked on it. Someone's told her to open her mouth, like to speak. <laughs> it's like she's it's like she's got a ventriloquist dummy. Yeah. And like she's trying to hide her lip movement or whatever. Mm-hmm. But also it's like she's yelling a lot of the time in the movie. But her face never says yelling. No, it's her mouth's open to scream, and but everything else is just there. Like, and I'm excited to get to like the next movies for purely for the line where she's like, Jacob. <gasps> <laughs> I'm so excited, like, because I've seen so many videos of pe- people rewatching these movies and just finding the best clips from them. Yeah, did I send you the one with the guy who was like this? His girlfriend was making him watch Twilight. Mm-hmm. Not making him. They were watching Twilight together, right. and it was his first time watching it. Um, and every time, like he he had a similar line of thought that I did when I was rewatching this, mm-hmm. where he was like, every time in the beginning, especially when Edward would talk to Bella, mm-hmm. he's like, "Get out of there! Like this dude <laughs> sucks! Like he, whenever she like trips, and he's like, can you at least walk right or whatever he says? <laughs> and he's like, what the hell? Like this dude sucks! Oh my god." <laughs> Okay, that's funny. <laughs> Can you at least walk correctly or whatever the fuck he says oh, to her? He's horrible. And then he, he immediately is like, I'm I'm sorry that I'm being so rude to you. And then doesn't explain why he's being rude to her. Because he's just a dick. <laughs> yeah. He just hasn't eaten. He hasn't eaten in a <laughs> yeah, long he hasn't time. Eaten. Yeah. Uh but anyway, well we can we can move on to y- your thoughts on the movie. I mean, I just generally I think this movie is very fun to watch it's one of those things where like again like and we talk about this every every show we've done it's um 
we don't take movies so seriously or to heart where like mm-hmm. even if it's horrible we're not angry about it and this is one of those movies yeah. where like is it the best movie ever made maybe but <laughs> it's like one of those movies where it's clearly not godfather level but it is good it's a fun interesting <laughs> movie to watch the academy wasn't really on its like on the edge of its seat with this one you know it it's one of those things i think we've talked about this before where it's like because you were talking about like how we like we both were at one point on the twilight hate train and yeah of course yeah it's yeah. just that like thing that people still do where it's like you have to hate everything that teenage girls love and it's like teenage girls are right about a lot of things twilight is a very fun movie to watch mm-hmm. whether or not you like you don't even you don't take it fucking seriously like it's a teen romance fantasy movie like it's it's pg-13 it's pg-13 it's a romance romance fantasy movie i don't know what you want from it well it's one of those things where like the grown men that will write one star review novels on for these reviews is like, I think you need to calm down and not watch movies that you know you won't like <laughs> are not for you. And also like, don't take it that seriously. It's not, yeah. it is literally not that serious. There, Cause there are plenty of men who are willing to let go of that toxic masculinity shit and just mm-hmm. watch Twilight and enjoy it. Both of just our boyfriends were able to do that. So Absolutely. many people are just able to shed that like, oh, I can't watch this because I'm a guy mm-hmm. kind of like attitude towards it. And like, mm-hmm. I can't enjoy it because I'm a guy. It's so fun. That's the whole thing. You would enjoy so much more things if what just don't take them that seriously. And also lose the pretentiousness about film. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. That's yeah. like... Not everything has to be a big Academy Award winner. It does not need to be. And you holding it to that standard is silly. <laughs> you holding a vampire <laughs> PG-13 fantasy. Young adult romance movie. Whatever. Young adult yeah. movie. You First off, that's your, fir- that's your first mistake. Mm-hmm. So don't do that. <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. I'm excited to hear what these critics have to say about this movie. Yes. So I'm going to start with the first one. Uh, this article was written by Sarah... McMullen, they wrote this November 5th, 2021. So this was very recently. This was like just a few months ago, actually. Mm-hmm. And I revisited this movie. Bella is the clumsy, pathologically lit by a new girl in town. She's not like the other girls, which is why the cutest boy in school, the brooding Edward Cullen, can't take his eyes off her. Except Edward and his four foster siblings, conveniently paired in long-term relationships, which is no creeper than the fact that they all look 35, are vampires. Hence all that dramatic glowering is because they are flexing their superior powers of self-control. No human blood for these veggie vampires. Behold how moral they are, which is why it's totally okay for Ever to follow Bella and break into her room to watch her sleep at night. He, he doesn't need consent. It's for her own good and stalking is just for the mortals. With a little help from the token Native American characters, Bella, <laughs> yeah. Bella learns that Edward, what Edward is. He makes her say it. A decorate, a deck of everything good girls should not want. Then he bounds up the mountain like a goat. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> it exposes this is the skin of a killer, Bella. <laughs> <laughs> then he bounds up the mountain like a goat. Okay, it exposes himself to her in the sunlight. A sparkling show pony of vampiric perfection. <laughs> and I can't. As someone who has loved the horror genre of my whole life, Twilight pains me. 
That's your first mistake. This it's isn't not a, a horror movie. This is absolutely not a horror movie. It's, Vampires do not mean horror. It does not. This movie is clearly fantasy and romance. That's it. Maybe comedy and dramedy, but that's it. Have you ever passed by one of those silly little books in the like grocery store or like in your mom's room that like are fantasy romance novels? This is what that is, except now people like to fantasize about vampires, okay? It's no longer big Scottish men. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like one of those things, like this came out, they wrote this article in 2021. This is clearly not a horror movie. I don't know what you're talking about when they say when they said this. So Edward is a, again, big word, sanctimonious. Sanctimonious? Sanctimonious. Control freak with zero respect for his partner's agency. Used by the author Stephanie Meyer to preach that abstaining from the act of unifying their love is the only way to respect and protect Bella's soul. A task Edward should be responsible for. Okay. Having sex slash letting him drink her blood is just a slippery slope to getting married slash turning her into a vampire for eternity. Spoiler, whoops, my bad. <laughs> okay. Seriously though, Twilight can be watched as a bit of fun. Just make sure any impressionable viewers know the importance of boundaries, communication, and respect in relationships. Which, okay, that's awesome. That's a good yeah. point to leave with. You know, you could consider that a negative review, but they still put in the fact that it's a fun movie to watch. Yeah. It, and like, you know, they just, I feel like this was more for the fun of pointing out the absurdity of everything that happens in the movie. Yeah. Kind of what I walked away with. Like, mm -hmm. I still love watching it. Yeah. But like, what the fuck was Stephanie Meyer on? I, yeah. It's a like fun movie but like it is it's crazy <laughs> i i agree though like it, it's it, it is important that if like a youngin watches mm -hmm. this movie with you that they know that that's not a healthy relationship and mm -hmm. that's not how that's not those aren't healthy boundaries mm -hmm. if a guy is stalking you mm -hmm. that does not mean that he deserves your time or affection but we're going to move on to a good review and this person went all out and they wrote this september 10th 2021 so again we have a very it's a new article mm -hmm. and this one was written by cj Shu. it's at critics at large um and this person wrote a novel not just of the first movie but of all of them Mm -hmm. And he's like ranking them and it's very in-depth, but I'm just going to break it down to the parts I liked. I confess, I too used to shit freely on Twilight. Same. What started changing my mind is the excellent work of its two leads, Christian Stewart and Robert Patterson, and the work after Twilight. Though never again together after their breakup. And that's a whole thing on itself too. That we, I forgot. That was name. a PR relationship. It definitely was. Yeah. This and not my internalized misogyny against media embraced by teenage girls is the angle from which I have approached these films based on the four novels by Stephanie Meyer and they're, and they're fascinating. That's so cute that, he, that they put that in there. Yeah, like, I mean, he said it. I mean, which is nice. If you acknowledge it, that's awesome. And now he loves them, apparently. <laughs> like, he gave them, like, good reviews. Or, like, broke them down. Like, he watched all of them and broke them down and... And I'm sorry, he wrote so much. But basically what he's saying is like how much he loves like relationship and how they show that in the movies between Edward, Edward and Bella. And he just really loved, like he loves how I guess those movies portrayed it. Okay. So that's basically what he says. And then just basically towards the end, <laughs> the perfectly this perfectly describes the relationship of Bella and Edward and of Stuart and Pattison too. Apparently the roots of the actor's relationship were planted 
at their first meeting when Twilight director Catherine Hardwick conducted a chemistry test by having them kiss in her home on her bed. Stuart was electrified. That's creepy. <laughs> That's kind of weird. Ew. Yeah. Also, there's an there's an there's an interview with uh, Robert Pattinson that I think he got in trouble with the the production people for because he's like talking about how Stephanie Meyer like Bella is her like she's Bella and like when she was writing this like she is Bella and like he was just like that's he was trying not to say that it was weird well basically implying that it was weird yeah. but well he has a whole feeling yeah. about the whole franchise and playing that character Stuart was electrified after the whole creepy thing Bella Edward lack even that when she first shows up mid-semester at Forks Senior High, she smells so appetizing to Edward that his attempts to keep himself in check make her think she, she repulses him. That's really funny, too, because she just thinks she smells. I was th- Okay, th- I was thinking this, and I was like, what if Twilight, like, everything was the same except they weren't vampires <laughs> and Bella, they just were assholes about her stench? I love that. That was just me in high school, just constantly worrying if I smelled. <laughs> and all I could think of was the line from Rosalie, where like the when they're playing baseball, the other vampires show up, and Edward's like, "Take your hair down; it'll help mask your scent." And Rosalie's like, "I could smell her across the field; like that's not going to do anything." And I'm like, "If this were just about like them being assholes about her scent, it'd be so just, funny. I, it's funny to think about. It's, it's hilarious. Just funny to think about. They're just all dicks. Yes, like, they're just all mean for no reason. And then Alice is the only one that's like, "Oh, she does smell good." <laughs> Um, he goes on to say, the Cullens are quote-unquote vegetarians who only hunt animals. Her annoyance at him, his plain coy to hide his vampirehood, and his strenuous efforts not to devour her all somehow transmogrify into mutual romantic attraction. It's inexplicable. It's love. Interest- interesting to call that. Yeah. Love. Interesting. Interesting. Just, you know, different... I hope I hope this uh, reviewer has some healthy relationships yeah. in their life. Yeah. He goes on to say, everyone else apart from these two is less than three-dimensional. Three dimensional. Some, though, are memorable despite lacking a dimension, such as Carlisle, head of the Cullens, and especially Aro, head of the Volturi. No, it's in the... I think the Volturi show up in the next right, one. Right, because he has all... Because He's talking about all of them. It, it's... Edward Cullen's day off in the in new moon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's hardly in that one, is he? Yeah. It's just Bella. Most of it's Bella screaming Edward and sitting in a chair while the camera spins around her. Ashley Green also gives a lively, if stereotypical, performance as chipper, clairvoyant older sister Alice, a 19 year old flapper in 1920 when she was turned. Oh, that makes sense. She's 19. Why are they making her go to school? I don't know. <laughs> like, that's the weird part. That's my complaint about this movie is like, he, okay, Edward's like 108 years old. Why do they keep going back to high school? Because I get it. I think it's because legally he's 17, so he has to be in school. Legally he's been, he's a 108 year old man, so I don't understand <laughs> why they keep. Why are they even on the record? Like, yeah, are you kidding me? Thing. Like, I'm sorry. He, they, well, they have like, remember they go through the, through his house and they have all the graduation degrees or caps yeah. or whatever. It's like. Why do they... Don't you want to advance yourself? Here's the thing. There's like 12-year-olds who go to college because they're so smart. You go to college. You could you could get away with looking... Because 
he does not look like a high schooler. No, he doesn't. He None could get away with do. going to college. None of them do. He could get away with he could get away with going to college. I don't know why they're trying to play high school with the thirty five year olds? You know, like it's it's go go to college if you want to get it. If you if you're wanting to get an education or at least like you know stimulate your brain in some way, I get it. But like, I just don't understand. That's part of the movie where I'm like, why? <laughs> Who did this? Who did this? I that that confuses me as well. Because literally just the fact that Alice is 19 years old, she doesn't legally have to be in school. Yeah, she's 19. There's a really funny quote coming up. And Billy Burke slips right into his role as the worried yet resigned father of a teenage girl going through some inordinately complicated stuff. On the flip side, Taylor Lautner gives a one-note performance of what we would now call incel energy. Mm -hmm. The best I can say is that he acts exactly as immature as we would expect from a 16-year-old boy when first cast, playing 17-year-old Jacob. Everyone else is just kind of there, sometimes not even that. I was constantly forgetting the name of Esme and Dr. Cullen's mate, as vampires call their spouse. One actor who surprisingly doesn't leave a strong impression is Anna Kendrick, playing not as clever as she thinks valedictorian jessica it's like like what you were saying what irritates me with her is whenever bella goes with her and the other one can't think of her name to try on uh prom dresses oh yeah and she's like bella what do you think of this one and she's like oh yeah that's pretty she's like well you kind of said that about like all of them but okay (laughs) and i'm like okay maybe she doesn't give a shit she just wants to hang out with you yeah the other thing i was gonna say is like how they mentioned jacob kind of gives off like incel energy Uh uh-huh Mike also Mike also gives that energy off where he, whenever the part when he's like oh so you're you're hanging around Edward Edward Cullen now um I don't really like that like he straight up says oh I don't really like that I'm not I'm not really a big fan of that and it's like dude she's obviously not really your friend because you've been trying to fuck her since she walked in the first day yeah like stop being weird <laughs> like you're being weird you don't tell someone who's your friend that you don't like that they're dating somebody yeah exactly like well in the in the vein of like you've tried to pursue them romantically as well mm-hmm. not like you can't tell your friends their their boyfriend sucks or something yeah. you could do that totally yeah <laughs> but like acting like you have the right to be like i don't really like that mm-hmm. i don't really like that you're doing that and it's not with me like yeah it's weird. claiming someone this is supposed to be a positive review but they're just kind of breaking up stuff that's <laughs> Kind of like, I agree. I think it's like most of them, their rating doesn't really define whether or not they liked the movie because most of them have been like, it's at least fun to watch. I mean, like, this person liked it. They're saying along the same lines of the things that like the last person said where it was like, they're still, they're critiquing how the whole relationship and everything was set up and like how everything is in the movie, like on like a real world standpoint, but still acknowledge that they enjoyed watching it. Mm-hmm. Like it, it this person just seems a little more enthusiastic about enjoying the movie. Mm-hmm. But just to wrap this one up, this guy finishes it off by saying, the Twilight Saga may not join the Criterion Collection anytime soon, but its undeniable power lies in its commitment to the emotional core of Bella and Edward's romance. The main dead weight of that relationship, on that relationship, ironically, is Meyer's story. In that sense, Twilight itself is a better love story than Twilight. Go figure. So I guess he wasn't a fan of the books. What I'm getting is... The way that they were written in the movie is better than how they were written in the books. I never read the book, so I can't, I cannot. I wasn't allowed to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Moving on. This person gave it two and a half stars, stars out of four, 
which isn't really mm-hmm. that bad. It, it 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 says it's a Ron, but like gave it on its actual page, it says like a C plus, which I don't. That's over half. That's passing. That's a passing grade. Yeah. This one gets a little um, weird at some point, so just hang in there. Uh, it was by Richard Props, the Independent Critic oh, oh, Richard Props. Yeah, yeah, he wrote a review on Easy he on Easy A last. Oh, cool. He was a, he's a really sweet reviewer. He writes really like it's like a diary, and I don't mean that in a mean way. It's just it reads like his thoughts, and I kind of actually really like. Yeah, that. it's a film. It's a film diary right. more than it is like a yeah. But he starts off by saying, "I've been wondering, are you on Facebook?" If you are, then you've likely then you've likely experienced pieces of flair. A fun little application in which you send your friends small banner graphics with all sorts of messages ranging from the personal to the nonsensical to the political and the mundane. Amongst all these pieces of flair, it's possible to ignore virtually endless references to Edward Cullen. <laughs> I found my, I found myself thinking, who the heck is this Edward Cullen? Then Along comes Twilight. I'm tempted to call Twilight the freaks and geeks for the current teen generation. I'm I'm tempted, but in all honesty, I don't want to deal with the hate mail that would generate. I don't know. Is he like comparing the TV show to Twilight? Is that what he's saying? I think when Freaks and Geeks came out, it got a poor reception. Oh, okay. Because people were like, that's not what the 80s looks like. This show looks like the 70s. Um, But it's like, People didn't have the money to just hop on every trend every time the decade rolled around. And also, like, it's not like 1980 rolled by and all of a sudden the fashion changed. Like, it usually takes... all the houses and everything. It takes, like, the latter half of the decade to actually form itself into that decade. Yeah, it's the beginning of... It was like a transitional... I don't know. Okay, but anyway, (laughs) Freaks and and Geeks, you know, it only lasted one season because it didn't do well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so he's kind of comparing that. I haven't read the book. I won't read the book. I didn't hate the movie, but I simply refused to give it more than a modest recommendation. That's fair. Mm-hmm. I didn't read the book either, and I won't read the book either. Twilight is stylishly created and cinematically emo. It is content to exist for nearly the film's entire 122-minute running time at that place that nearly every teen girls know where the first kiss is worth dying for. The first caress makes the earth stand still, and where love makes everything else irrelevant. I'm I'm probably reading this wrong, but I don't understand. Oh, it ex- it exists at that place where like, you know, the first like love like basically you get blinded by love when you're like a teenager. Twilight might actually get a recommendation from me were it not for one simple insurmountable factor, perhaps owing to the film's awkwardly stilted dialogue, Kristen Stewart and Robert Patterson simply exhibit zilch in the way of chemistry. Despite Hardwick's greatest efforts, mostly in the form of close-ups and swooning cinematography, the scenes between Stewart and Patterson are, at best, uninvolving and, at worst, laughably bad. I would say that they're laughably bad because of how cheesy the... Like, when he says, come on, spider monkey... You tell me you weren't <laughs> laughing. I was. That's the whole thing. This movie's funny. That's my. That's just my point about this movie. It's funny. It's okay to laugh at it because it's bad in those ways that it's so good. But I have some very interesting reviews from the audience members. A lot of these were like just awful men. It's a lot of people going, "This is stupid. Only stupid girls like this." Mm-hmm. And there's one that I'm gonna read about that just so we just so we get an idea of this of these type of people. This one's my favorite though because. We get the inside of what we thought when we were kids. Four star one. 
Four out of ten. So they didn't really like it. Sparkly vampires and one awful leading lady equals a film that's tough to watch. I'm, b- I'm about as far from the movie's demographic as you can get. I'm no 12-year-old girl. Okay. But in the interest of vampire cinema, I forced myself to sit through this film in the hope of somehow enjoying it. Of course, I was barely resulted by what I saw, which is nothing more than an angsty teen romance that tries and fails to be a hip vampire movie. Vampire movies have long contained simmering sexuality. Chris Lee positively exuded it in his Hammer outings. But the theme is reduced to a superficial level in this film, as vampirism is just yet another problem, like acne and the in-crowd that our young lovers have to deal with. The movie's po-faced efforts to tell this story seriously. Tell this story seriously. I mean, you want me to take Sparkling Vampire seriously? Make it all the worse. The overly familiar plot never once attempts to bring anything new to the table. And the late stage introduction of a supposed villainous character is a real fail. The film's low point has to be the baseball set piece, which I completely disagree with. It's the best. In which a family of vampires use their supernatural skills to beat the opposing team. Cinema doesn't get much more embarrassingly embarrassingly bad than this. I so disagree. I think it's so good. (laughs) What year is this review from? This is from 2011. Okay. Interesting. Then again, if sullen teenage heroines with faces you want to slap, Christian Stewart, I'm talking about you, are your thing, and you have a penchant for spiky-haired loners in white makeup, then by all means, give it a go. You never know. You might even enjoy it, unlike me. (laughs) So this was a very... I'd just like to point out that the only... the only people who like really took this seriously, this movie, were the young, the teens and preteens who watched it when it came out. Mm-hmm. No one's, no one else is, anyone else who likes this movie now, even if they liked it then and they've rewatched it, they don't take it seriously anymore. That's the whole point. Movies get so much more fun when you don't take them so serious. Them playing baseball is amazing. It's so funny. It's hilarious. Yeah. Also, the it's either Emmett or Jasper. They do that cool thing where they flip the bat and they hit it with the, uh, their hand and it ends up back in their the handle side that's dope I <laughs> that's do that. very cool <laughs> with those articles after reading those so like people hate this movie and there was one i read uh guilty as charged sentence death 2021 so this is very recent in august lovely lovely teen girls love this movie because they are emotional wrecks uh, wrecks of hormones and stupidity so right off the bat Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. teenage girls are the stupid ones. Okay, they're the stupid ones. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't know a good movie if it smacked them upside the head. This movie, written by an idiot who wanted to do something different with vampires and werewolves, is sacrilegious, sacrilege to the idea of what vampires and werewolves really were supposed to represent. Is this dude? This dude is gatekeeping werewolves and vampires. He's gatekeeping them because he thinks there's a certain idea of what they're supposed to be, and I guess Twilight did that wrong. Guess it's not right. Three female Ghostbusters. The feminists oh. are taking over. <laughs> I'm an adult virgin. <laughs> I love that one. I'm an adult virgin. Oh, that's <laughs> fine. No, literally, this is what that dude is. Because my God, that's what it sounds like. Go on, though. Enlighten me. <laughs> I'm sick of this BS about writers creating new things to fit their desires of expression. That's literally art, dude. Congrats, reviewer. You've defined art good job he apparently hates it okay like so if they don't if a piece of art (laughs) is not of his liking then it's bs 
Okay, cool. He sounds hypocritical because he's saying, I'm sick of this BS about writers creating new things to fit their desires of expression. So are you, I don't, I don't, I feel like he didn't think this through. <laughs> We've all had some like ideology like that at some point in our life. We've all been angsty teenagers in some oh, way yeah. where we just were above something. Yeah. Like, you know, we were better than that. But like, we didn't come to that idea on our own. We came mm-hmm. to that idea because we saw other people making fun of things like that. We saw what the media was saying about stuff like this and like poking fun at it and making jokes out of it, making light out of it and saying it was stupid. So we picked up on that and was like, oh, well, if the adults, males of the world hate it, maybe it's bad because I like stuff that adult males make, you know, maybe mm-hmm. that maybe they're right. Like they're not. They're usually they're not. not. Most of the time they are not. If they're Don't. speaking out of pure misogyny, they're not probably not right. Which is what this one reads because he opens up by saying this movie is only for girls. <laughs> Because of their hormones and stupidity. He just straight up calls girls stupid. <laughs> like, And that completely contrasts the other review where the reviewer was like, "I once I let go of that internalized misogyny mm-hmm. and I just watched the movies, mm-hmm. I enjoy them. I bought all of them. Like I own the movies now. I enjoy watching and them. them. And that's why I just wanted to get that one out of the way because there's so many of them like that out there. Like, it's ridiculous. But that's the one that just upright said, teen girls are stupid. And I was like, okay. Here's another one. It just says, don't watch this. Okay. The movie had horrible acting, was so cheesy, and had so many mistakes in it. Painful to watch. Okay. That's your opinion. Um, Fair enough. (laughs) Fair enough, bro. Fair enough. (laughs) What year? Did you say what year? This, I always forget to say the year. It is, again, 2021. There's so many recent reviews on all this. Uh, this one is a one star. <laughs> the, the title says Goofy. It was in 2012. I saw this on a dare when it came out. I had a friend who said, who said I, as a dude, there we go, would not have the guts to not only pay for the ticket, but also sit through this movie without a girl with me. So right off the bat, we're so brave of a grown-ass man buying a movie ticket and watching a movie by himself. I hope they give you a complimentary cookie for that bravery. No kidding. Um, Also, as a parent, I'd be kind of weird if I just saw a low man sitting in a movie theater at twilight with a bunch of people. So here's the thing. You don't look in masculine going to watching this movie. You look creepy. (laughs) You look creepy. Yeah. You just kind of look creepy kind of seeing this movie alone. If I had to say anything about it. If you went with other people, you would look a lot less creepy. Just saying. You could have just gone with another... I don't know. I don't know. Maybe another dude would have made it better. That would have been fine. I think that would have been fine. It makes it less creepy that you... It makes... Maybe You being alone... Three dudes. Three. That's that's a... That's a... For, like, in in this specific scenario, that sounds less threatening. It does. I don't know why. It just does. It seems like a group of friends. Yeah, exactly. Who are like, oh, let's just go see this movie. Him going alone, it doesn't, and I know he's writing this because he's like, uh, as a dude, you don't have the guts to go see it alone. What? People are going to make fun of you? Not in the way you think. <laughs> We're making fun of you because you look creepy. <laughs> anyway. And and because you think it's a big deal. Yeah, that's the other thing, too. Challenges are like ants to the soles of my shoes. I came, I saw, I sat to the end. So yes, I won, but at what cost? Well, it's 90 minutes. It's not. It's not 90 minutes. It's two hours. It's Oh, so it felt short to you. Yeah. He's, yeah, I don't know where he got that. Wrong. Yeah, so wrong, and I hate it, 
every time someone says this. So loud and so wrong. So loud, so wrong. And I hate it when people say I could have like, <laughs> he says contributed something to society. What? Go sit home and watch TV? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? What have you done instead of seeing this movie? What were, what were you going to contribute to society other than to go seeing this movie? You've, you've made us regress by writing this <laughs> review. What a moron. And I'll never get back. However, as Bella knows, we make our choices in life. And that is that. Okay. Twilight is as awkward and goofy a production as anything I've ever seen. Christian Stewart, this Jen's Jennifer Love Hewitt, Hewitt, loves shaking her head around before and every line of dialogue. I was shaking my head before and after every line of dialogue too. Robert Patterson, I believe, to have actual talent behind all that white powder on his face but he phoned in his lines here. Or at least it was on purpose for us to believe he was faking it all along. All I can think of right now mm -hmm. is someone sitting in a room. Maybe there's some other people in there, but like Twilight's on the TV and he's just sitting there like reacting visibly, mm -hmm. just waiting for someone to notice that he's reacting visibly to it. Mm -hmm. And like hoping that someone will come over and talk to him about how he feels about Twilight. Like it gets to the point where he's like audibly scoffing. You know, he's going... Mm -hmm. Or like he's doing the hand thing, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, it's like raising his, his hand, like hand what? It. <laughs> he's like doing the. Are you guys seeing this shit face at people? And yeah. like no one's paying attention to him. Yeah, because they're all like he's an it. asshole. Wiley is essentially a story about a bad relationship. Okay, that's the first thing he said. I'm like, okay, it's just the rest of it. And then he goes. Ah, I'm giving it far too much credit already. In the end, it's completely harmless. There's no mystery why the core story is so attractive for those seeking romantic escapism. You know, Twilight is so bad and so trashy, you sort of feel sorry for it. That's how bad relationships start. Okay, fair. Fair. <laughs> okay. So a lot of these just seem like they're sitting around waiting for another alpha meal to come read their review and be like, mm -hmm. hell yeah, brother. <laughs> I agree. Women suck, and teen girls aren't allowed to like things. Blah blah blah. It's go. You're such an alpha. I agree. Oh, for the alpha male. <laughs> Here's the thing: they have werewolves in this who talk about alpha male. Y'all should like that. Maybe you would like New Moon better. It's a lot yeah. more about the, the werewolves. I would give so. it a watch. You might like it. More. You might be surprised. It's like you're a grown man. Did you really have to come on here and tell us that you hated a teenage romance movie? Did you have to do that? It sounds like people who have not been, like, that sounds like somebody who has not been on the internet mm -hmm. at all. This one just starts off as, I, I want to read it. Uh, one star, written in 2012 again. The, okay, just the name of this person is, is Austin Powers. One. Okay. So. I didn't know that Austin Powers had an IMDb reviewing account, so. As, exactly. Dash one. My honest opinion about Twilight, that's the title. I know I will be... A head hunt I will be a head hunted and wanted for dead now, but this is my honest opinion about Twilight. Is it because about your opinion or are you just wanted for dead for other reasons? Maybe both. Maybe both. I don't know. Let's face it, Twilight is the new generation of youth films. Sexy young vampires and werewolves having this special look, and I sat down open-minded and wanted to like it. Unfortunately, while watching, I kept on thinking Harry Potter with vampires. Sorry, girls. Where? I don't understand that at all. What, what, there is nothing similar about Harry Potter and Twilight other than that there's young people in it. That's it. They weren't even directed at like the same audience. No, they're all pale. I know that. <laughs> that's about it. I know British people are pale too, but mm -hmm. like that's kind of, that's, that's where, that's the closest But they're not gets. vampires. <laughs> 
Yeah. All young people learning, finding love, killing the evil ones. The only positive thing I can say about Twilight is that it has damn good effects. The story is insulting. The story is insulting ordinary. The acting awful to the max and the chemistry between the actors non-existing. I have absolutely no doubt that young teenage girls will fall in love with the drop-dead gorgeous Robert Patterson. I doubt that any other will find anything interesting about this all hyped up ordinary and highly overrated film at the end of the day dude it's just companies trying to make money and they target things at a specific audience i think this person's just old i think this is just a middle-aged old dude it's a crotchety person okay this title's fucking hilarious this is a one stars ran in 2008 so probably when it first came out abercrombie and fitch vampires which i love not completely wrong they're not wrong like they, they kind of the movie kind of looks how it like how it feels to be in an Abercrombie and Fitch. I'm not gonna read this one because it's a fucking essay, but I just love the title. <laughs> I'm just gonna move on to a positive one. The 10 out of 10. The title is Get Gets Me Every Time. Is written 2020. I love Twilight and the whole saga. I'm not ashamed of it because I personally think they are some of the best films. Every scene is captured beautifully and the romance is compelling. The story flows naturally and made me excited the whole way through. The acting definitely improves, but for what we're given, it's quite it's quite good. And I got some laughs out of it. Overall, I love this movie and it's definitely worth your time. Aw. It's got some laughs. Who doesn't love some laughs? Yeah. I just love people who just like very shortly are like, I like this movie. It's good. Similar to Juno, but I don't think we got as heated on this mm-hmm. thing. In this one, it was more so just like, learn how to have fun while you're watching a movie mm-hmm. kind of thing for this one. Yeah. Um, and stop hating teenage girls yeah. for existing. <laughs> exactly. My view of this movie hasn't really changed over the course of hearing these reviews mm-hmm. personally. Oh, yeah. I still literally think the same. Yeah. Like, I still acknowledge that it's not a good portrayal of a relationship. Oh, no, it has like, it's problematic things. Cheesy. I address that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's cheesy. Like, it's the acting's not great. Like, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it is so fun to watch. It's just fun. It is so fun, especially just like you can watch this. I literally, when I was rewatching it, I watched it alone and I had yeah. a great time. It's just a funny movie. People who've never seen it before watching it love it. Oh my god, they yeah. have such a good time. So I'm just gonna say that Twilight for me, just because of how much pure joy mm-hmm. comes from watching these movies, I'm gonna give it a four out of five. I thought you were gonna say five out of five because I'm no, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's one of those things. It's one of those movies where. I think it's just so much fun to watch. I literally, you, you can just sit and enjoy it. It's not a big deal. The problematicness is part of the funny part. Exactly, of it. exactly. Like it's the things that you acknowledge and then laugh about it because it's yeah. it's pretty. It's it's right there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. A five out of five might be a lot, but out of comedy wise, it might be a five out of five. But I guess overall, four out of five. I think that's a that's a solid answer for this movie. I think that's a solid. That's that sounds reasonable to me. Mm-hmm. You know, if you've never watched the Twilight movies before, I highly recommend watching all of them. Don't take the movies seriously at all. Like some of the reviewers we've heard from, take from our critiques of the movie, take from the critics, take from the audience members, and just enjoy your time watching this movie. Because yeah. it, it really, it really, there's nothing else to do but have fun while watching okay. it. It's a movie. Enjoy it. Yeah. And thank you so much for listening. This has been Easy Big Takes. I'm Kat. Yeah, I'm Riley. Easy watching out there. Bye. Bye. Bye.